I'm looking down at my notes now, and I'm, I'm realizing that this is the 300th episode of Classroom Brew. So this is coming at the end when I have this realization. Maybe I'll just keep it, but also cut it in and put it at the beginning. Because, uh, because I guess if I'm on sick brain, I'm just not paying attention to shit like that. While they're all talking state standards, we're sitting on a bar stool making fun of them. Classroom Brew Podcast. sure I don't sound great because at this point in the year it is now May of 2023 and uh yeah this is now I think the second time in as many uh in a short amount of time where I am sick with like a million different things uh which I guess is just part of the the gig of being a teacher so uh we are we are having water and throat lozenges for this episode um, but if you're new to the podcast or returning to it, welcome to it. My name is Ryan. I'm a teacher, a coach, instructional coach, and I run this podcast. Uh, if you want to support the show and go above and beyond, go to patreon.com slash classroombrew. That handy little Patreon is going to give you access to bonus content, podcast merch, and all that good stuff that, you know, to, uh, our show of thanks, if you will, for supporting the show and going above and beyond to support some teacher content. I want to give a big shout out to Lish, James, Cindy, Melinda, Sabrina, Leslie, uh, Leo, and Adam, our current Patreon members. Uh, the biggest way to uh, help spread the word on that is just tell a teacher friend. If you're at a PD, you're at work, you're in your grad school program, whatever it may be, uh, let them know about Classroom Brew. Uh, <laughs> this is probably the, the most calm energy you're going to get on this podcast that typically features people drinking alcohol and talking about uh, one of the most frustrating professions <laughs> that we have in the United States. But yeah, if you if you were curious, I got some, uh, I guess, a, a Brita filter of water and uh, some Hall's sugar-free uh, <laughs> throat lozenges. That's where we're at. Uh, anyway, uh, moving right along, we are now about a week or so into uh, my student teacher who is uh, finished up. Uh, last Friday for me. So I guess by the time the episode comes out, it'll be almost a week for sure. Uh, and I got to say, I was expecting it to be a weirder transition. It really wasn't that bad. Um, no big issues. Of course, I mean, attendance is pretty low at this point in the year. But I don't know. I almost thought that I would have to um, not reestablish like, you know, they knew who I am. But I guess part of me kind of thought that would be you hear about that all the time when a student has to come back in and reestablish who they are in the school. Uh, I almost anticipated that being a thing in my own uh, my own classroom. Um, although I guess at the end of the day, the school won. I mean, listen to me right now. <laughs> I have an injured elbow, an injured wrist, an injured leg. I'm sick. My my left eye for some reason hurts like a motherfucker. Um, I must have scratched it or something like that because it's it's absolutely brutal. So 
we're not doing well or at this point in the year. Um, but I can say that I'm recording this the night before this episode comes out, and I am taking <laughs> that Thursday and Friday off um, because it is much needed. And there's also some other stuff that's going on where it's it's very uh, the the situation calls for it. <laughs> um, anyway. Every so often we will we will go to the the subreddit for teachers, and this is a, a particular. I mean, we have a lot on this one. Uh, we'll see how much energy I have to, <laughs> and how far I get. Um, but this particular one is <clears throat> this is from the user Low Project Fifty Five. This is on the uh, teacher subreddit that I guess our podcast was not banned from <laughs> for whatever reason, and it reads as such. What is the cringiest teacher's appreciation post or gift y'all have ever received? So uh, the actual post itself, that's the subject line. This is from about a week ago. It says, I guess Teacher's Appreciation Week is celebrated a week early in Florida. I just saw a former reality show contestant turn influencer post the gift she got. (laughs) She got her child's teacher. The gift was really nice, but the uh, the story's caption was just beyond cringy, saying how teachers are overworked and underpaid. Uh, but they'll get their reward in heaven. It's also not a Christian school. So this got me thinking, what is the cringiest teacher appreciation gift or post you have seen or received? And honestly, I didn't know it was Teacher Appreciation Week anytime soon. I know we share it with nurses. <laughs> just bottom of the barrel of appreciation or whatever. So I'm just going to read through a few of these. Uh, this one is from Teacher Lady H. She wrote, uh, not a Teacher Appreciation Week gift, but while other districts around were giving out holiday bonuses during COVID, my district gave us lunch boxes that were donated from and branded with a local grocery store logo. <laughs> they were filled with off-brand stuff, most, infam- <laughs> most infamously a bag of soap. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Um, when it comes to teacher appreciation. It's something they got, you know, they know somebody or they got a, they got a deal on it. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> someone writes that a student gave them a rock, a gratitude rock from their administration. <laughs> it's uh, uh, Possum Screams, that user. Uh, <laughs> uh, Witty, Witty Ruin responded to that saying, they gave us rocks and Sharpies at the teacher in service at the beginning of the year one time with instructions to write an inspirational word on it. yeah that sounds about right Uh, I feel like we've gotten some similar as well I know for us we get a lot of like branded uh, like you probably just google teacher appreciation week merch (laughs) because everything says teacher appreciation week on it so one year I think we got like little USB fans Uh, another year I think we got like little like infuser water bottles or whatever or I guess you put fruit in it in this little like cage looking thing and then it goes into your water and then it, it flavors it I guess in uh in a healthy way I don't know misery guts it's amazing uh writes uh, during COVID they made a huge deal that our gifts would be personally dropped off by the administration during the day um <laughs> in the bag was one jar of Prego spaghetti sauce one box of Great value noodles. That's the the generic brand, I assume. And a note saying, "Dinner is on us." <laughs> I gotta say, they they. This is the post as well. Still not not me yet. 
I gotta say, I would have preferred nothing. <laughs> um, interesting. Uh, Bussy Pap Fit Forty One writes a twenty five dollar gift card that actually only had thirteen dollars and twenty seven cents on it. Um, I've had that happen before too. Uh, I don't remember who it was from. I don't think it was my admin, but it was like from the district, and it was like a Starbucks gift card that like wasn't activated or paid for. <laughs> like I'm sure they just they just paid for it in bulk and just didn't <laughs> didn't like actually finish checking out or validating it properly. Um so yeah. Anyway, um yeah, teacher appreciation. I, I didn't realize that it, I don't know when it usually happens to be honest with you. I'd have to look it up. Uh teacher appreciation week 2023. Oh, look at that. It's May 8th, 2023 to May 12th, 2023. I guess I didn't. Is it, it's not the same week, right? Oh, apparently it's the same, or sorry, it's the first full week of May each year. I didn't know that. Uh, will I be there that day? <laughs> I say that as I'm absent. Ah, damn, I'm there every day next week when, I, I, that's my least favorite is, you know, the false fake ass teacher appreciation week it's my least favorite thing if you are a pre-service teacher run from run from that week especially at the end of the year because it's it's not teacher appreciation week it's fake uh false teacher appreciation facade and then hey i have a 20 percent in your class can, can you i appreciate you so much can you appreciate me that's that's what it really is uh so i'm i'm not looking forward to that uh i hope it's over very very soon. Maybe I'll just take that whole week off, you know? Like, I don't need to save up time that badly for, for the honeymoon. I'll just take that week off. Um, anyways, this, uh, this next one, this is also from that Reddit. This is Mission Interview 88. And I shared this one with my student teacher and some colleagues of mine because it, it just really resonates with me and, and it hits home. Man, it's a good thing I, <laughs> I took uh, the next couple of days off because, wow, I am struggling in here. I have water and cough drops and tissues and it. it I mean, it's a good thing the chair is comfy because I'm just struggling through this one. Anyways, uh, so this post, I, I forgot where I was at. Um, oh, got it. Uh, my student got fired from her job. Glad to see some real consequences. And this is from teacher support and or advice. Uh, the post writes, the student was a pathological liar and a behavioral nightmare all around. <laughs> I think we've all had a few of those. She was the student who, dr who I dreaded seeing every day and I would mentally celebrate when she was absent. Her baseline level of speaking was shouting with vulgarity. <laughs> uh, she could try to ruin the period with her moods, and worst of all, she could give you the sweetest, most genuine smile while actually lying. I tried so hard to like her, but, <laughs> but dishonest, dishonesty makes that so hard. Despite my best efforts, and there were many, my principal let her get away with way too much. She was a senior, and principal just wanted her out, uh, out of there once and for all, even if it meant sweeping some things under the rug. Well, two weeks after her graduation, her dishonesty finally earned her some real-life consequences. She pulled a ring up an expensive electronic as a banana at the wall. Oh, got it. Like switch the barcode out uh, at Walmart self-checkout and was caught and terminated. Am I wrong for being weirdly happy about this? She wasn't arrested, so her life isn't totally ruined. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, that's lucky. Uh, and I believe she'll bounce back. It just felt good to know consequences still exist somewhere. <laughs> Isn't that sad that Walmart has more consequences for people than 
school. Um, I guess, I mean, that's really lucky that, uh, <clears throat> that they weren't arrested for that. I mean, depending on the electronic, right? But yeah, I, and I, I like that post. Uh, well, I don't like that, you know, the students, you know, pathological. I, I don't like that part, but I like that it's someone who's not afraid to say, hey, there was finally a consequence and something bad happened. Finally. Because <laughs> we talk about this all the time at my school where, there's, there are very few consequences that are followed up with because the adults don't want to be consistent in my building, um, which has led to burnout for the rest of us, of course. Um, I, I feel like we're, we're coming up on the end of the year and it's going to wind up with at least one person screaming and shouting, just do your fucking job. But I don't fully understand adults who want to be friends with the students or whatever it is. But um, my first question is, how does this person, like, how did they hear about it? I guess it's probably hearsay, maybe the students or whatever. I guess, no, I, I shouldn't say that because I know so many adults who are very up on the, the tween gossip. I guess they're high schoolers, they're teens, they're not tweens, right? Um, but point being, uh, there are some times when I, you know, just you try your best, but you are just not gonna like your students and it is not said enough. Um, and I think it's so easy to say phrases like, I, I am angry at or I dislike the behavior, not the person. But if it's like a pattern of behavior, it's it's the person. Um and I think it's okay to admit that. There there is a student in my building who is uh anti-Semitic. They are homophobic. I do not like that student. That student will never know that I don't like that them. Uh I am very open about <laughs> challenging them on their homophobic and anti-Semitic beliefs, because that's obviously wrong, but I'm still cringing through internally, trying to still somehow be professional, even in the face of this bigot. Uh, and yes, it's a student that I'm calling a bigot, because they start somewhere, right? But point being, I, I liked that there was finally, uh, and maybe this is changing, I don't, I, I'm not in the whole teacher social media um, area or platform or whatever. Like I'm not, I'm not in that loop. Um, maybe early in, I think I attempted to like kind of see what was going on and it just didn't seem to be for me because it was just toxic positivity. You know, like, you know, take your drink and put it behind your back during the a picture positivity and, and like not a LinkedIn, a LinkedIn picture or something like obviously that one you would, but just, you know, you know, that sentiment, you know, like every small word's going to be micro, uh, analyzed so they're going to be very careful about it or or you know have a bunch of different like you know almost comma spliced um statements to clarify what they're saying when it's like we all know there's positive intent if you get well there should be if you get into this profession but just be real for once you know just be honest saying that kid is an asshole is something that's fine to say behind closed doors as long as it doesn't interfere with your ability to teach them. I'm lucky that I don't teach the student who is uh, super anti-Semitic and homophobic. Um, that would be an added challenge. Uh, but they are in, we have this weekly thing where, you know, I don't, they, I don't have a grade for this particular student, but I do have a, a period of time at least once a week where supervision is part of it. So anyways, moving on. <laughs> um, the, there's a school nearby me, by the way, um, also in my district, because it's a huge district of CPS. And I guess for some reason, and this won't narrow it down because every school has construction every year. Um, 
they're doing some construction on the parking lot and the playground. So it's an elementary school that's nearby me. Uh, could you imagine, though, how pissed you would be? Like, you teach elementary school. It is the end of the year. We've got less than a month to go. You have nowhere to park. And on top of it, I'm sure the kids are just super rambunctious because they can't play on the playground at all. It's a construction zone. At the end of the year, there's no place to park and there's no place for the kids to go. That means like, I, looking back, I feel so bad for my elementary school teachers because if, if it was raining out and we couldn't go outside to recess, we just had to go to a teacher's room to play games for however long recess is. And probably pretty loud. <laughs> uh, literally, probably volume pretty loud. Uh, anyway, so I don't know what's going on with that. I hope that's, I mean, shout out to you know any elementary school teacher with, without a playground or a consistent playground or a playground under construction and or uh, a poor parking situation. Because that, that sounds truly, I don't know the student population at the school that's nearby me, but that sounds truly terrible regardless. <laughs> Uh, maybe they're all motivated kids who just want to read. Who knows? But not likely. Anyways, um, I don't know if anyone teaches middle school or high school, but um, for, for context, I'm 29. I, I never watched Jerry Springer. I was aware of him, like the Jerry, all that. Um, NPR, though, covered, I guess, the day after uh, Jerry Springer passed away. Which, by the way, that NPR voice, like, they, they were constantly during what felt like the eternity that they were covering him uh, on a segment about his death. Things like, Jerry Springer, Chicago legend, has died. A few seconds later, he is dead. He has died. Jerry Springer, television personality, has died. Dead personality, Jerry Springer. TV legend, Jerry Springer, has died. Every five seconds. Uh, anyway... I think maybe it's something out there somewhere. Maybe it's like People's Court or some sort of Jerry Springer-esque uh, style show or whatever. But I think there should be a teacher and student <laughs> Jerry Springer type of thing. Or like, who is that? The guy who does the uh, the, the lie detector stuff? The um, uh, uh, Mori Povich? Mori Povich? They should do like a Mori Povich one with <laughs> teacher versus student stuff. And maybe that's not the right, maybe versus sounds a little bit too adversarial, but wouldn't that be a great idea if there was like a, a, a Jerry Springer style or a, uh, a Maury Povich style or a People's Court style uh, <laughs> uh, teacher and student show? So you said and instead of versus there. Uh, who am I kidding? They would just blame the teacher the entire time. Um, which came up, by the way. Some students of mine uh, pointed out something about like, you can't always blame your teachers to like another student. Uh, and kind of looking at me or whatever. And I was like, look, hey, ma'am, I, I teach in the United States. I'm so used to being blamed for other people's bullshit. Um, and not just parents and students, but other staff who just don't want to do their jobs. So, well, hey, uh, I'm looking down at my notes now, and I'm, I'm realizing that this is the 300th episode of Classroom Brew. So this is coming at the end when I have this realization. Maybe I'll just keep it, but also cut it in and put it at the beginning. Because, uh, because I guess if I'm on sick brain, I'm just not paying attention to shit like that. But hey, uh, for anyone who's listened from the beginning, or if you're brand new to it, 
300 episodes uh, is, you know, a big accomplishment, I guess. I don't know. I just, I sit in a room and talk to people or to myself. Um, but if you've been listening consistently or, you know, off and on, whatever it may be, uh, thank you for doing that. I, that really means a lot. And hopefully we keep going and I don't know how many more, but I feel like 300 is a pretty good start. <laughs> of all the 300 million podcasts that start every single year, I don't know how many go to 300. So hopefully we can keep that consistency up for, for years to come, you know, depending on, you know, how, what the state of t- teaching is at that point. Um, but anyways, um, big shout out to you guys for, for listening in. Happy 300th episode. Uh, however you want to celebrate that. I'm sorry that I'm <laughs> not drinking something better than throat lozenges and water, but uh, 300, there it is. So, uh, but anyways, thanks for listening. Uh, classroombrew at gmail.com if you want to reach out or be on the show or send us something that we want to talk about. You can also reach me on social media. It's just at classroombrew on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter, uh, and YouTube. Sorry, I forgot they switched to handles now. Anywhere you get your podcast, you can check out Classroom Brew if you're not sure where to find us or if you're listening on someone else's device, uh, wherever you get podcasts. And then patreon.com slash classroombrew to support the show, go above and beyond, and get some podcast merch. You can rep it, show your teacher friends, whoever. Yeah, wear it at the local bar or whatever. I don't know what you do, but, uh, but spread the word. And until next week, guys, happy 300 and class dismissed. This is Classroom Brew.